the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Affirm America podcast 2022. Happy New Year to all my audience out there on the Affirm America podcast. Hope you all had a happy New Year and a wonderful holiday season, a break from all the madness of 2021. It's a typical winter day here in the Midwest. We got a little snow on the menu for tomorrow, maybe about an inch or so, nothing to lose any sleep about, but it is January of 2022, and we got a lot of work to do this year, guys. This is an election year, 2022, midterms. We've got uh, the opportunity to take control of the Congress and the Senate, and um, so we're going to talk a little bit about the new year, what we need to keep our eyes on, and also a little bit of... um, housekeeping on some action steps that we can take as American patriots. So the Affirm America podcast, uh, the reason why we are here is because we affirm the American ideal. Forces of the radical left are constantly tearing down the American ideal, trying to destroy us from internally and externally by promoting critical race theory in our colleges is where it started. Now it's worked its way down to K through 12, kindergarten through 12th grade. It's indoctrination. It's to divide races, to create instability. These are typical far-left communist socialist tactics to ruin the great American ideal. We're not going to let it happen. From America podcast is here to instruct, to educate, and to inspire the American greatness exceptionalism. No country in the world is greater than the American ideal, and we're here to support it and to defend our freedoms and our liberties, and that's why we're here today. Now, we got some things we got to keep our eyes on. As you know, the Democrats have just about complete control outside of a few holdouts, and we'll talk about that too as well. But the big thing right now that we have to keep our eyes on is this uh, Build Back Broke bill that the Democrats are trying to push through. As you know, uh, Senator Joe Manchin has been a no, and he indicated he was opposed to the Build Back Broke Act in its current form. But on Sunday, news broke that he has returned to the negotiating table. Yep. And conservatives should keep in mind that in July, he signed this agreement with Chuck Schumer supporting provisions of the BBB bill. So he still wants to spend $1.5 trillion, which we can't afford, as you all know. If you've been to the gas pumps, if you've been to the grocery store, you see that prices are going up. Inflation is definitely happening. In fact, Social Security gave a 6% increase in Social Security payments to the retirees, if uh, that doesn't say something about the fact that we're seeing inflation, and it's uh, something that's sometimes very hard to control. 
And the more they spend, the more they print money. The more they print money, it dilutes the dollar. And we see the prices of everyday goods hit the middle class. So we can't have them spending money we don't have. We're already $29 trillion in debt, and we don't need to spend another $1.5 trillion, especially on ridiculous legislative rules and laws that they're trying to pass. So spending $1.5 trillion is just part of it. Pushes for climate-related spending and did not say no to a clean energy standard. So while Joe Manchin pushed back on the filibuster and that first huge $5 trillion spending bill that they tried to get through that tanked at the end of last year, still he's in agreement to these radical climate clean energy standards. Interesting enough is that under the Trump administration, we had some of the cleanest air in the history of our country while he was president. He wants to expand green energy tax credits, expand fuel and vehicle tax credits to hydrogen fuel cell technology, which may not be a bad idea. Hydrogen would be a great alternative to fossil fuels since the pollution that it uh, expels is water, but the technology is not quite yet there. But having some tax credit for those that can develop uh, hydrogen fuel might not be a bad idea. I'm not opposed to that. Increases in job-killing corporate income and capital gains tax rates. That's part of the bill. Can't afford more higher taxes, but of course, the more they spend, the more they got to raise taxes. And it includes a hodgepodge of welfare programs that are also intertwined within the Build Back Broke bill. This bill is still alive and conservatives should continue to fight against whatever version of the Bill Schumer and Manchin attempt to negotiate. So to take some action, if you live in West Virginia, call Senator Manchin's office and urge him to oppose any version of the Bill Back Broke Reconciliation Bill. If you don't live in West Virginia, think of maybe some friends or family that do. Then reach out to them, explain what's going on, and ask them to make the call. But there's nothing that stops you as an American citizen to call his office or send him an email letting him know how you feel about it because his vote directly impacts you and me. So it's not just a state issue, but it's a national issue. So please call Senator Manchin's office regardless of where you live. And I'm going to give you some phone numbers here before we close out today on our podcast. The next thing that's uh, on the agenda here we need to keep our eyes on, too, is this Freedom to Vote Act, this voter integrity, which is just a, a lie. It's not anything to do with voter integrity. It's a power grab by the Democrats, and we have to keep our eyes on this one, too, as well. The Senate is expected to hold a vote on this Freedom to Vote Act, and basically it would amount to a federal takeover of local and state elections. So while Democrats uh, claim this is a compromise, compromise bill, it contains huge portions of the For the People Act, including publicly funding political campaigns from the federal government, using public funds to create a six-to-one match on political contributions up to $200. Oh, that's great. We're going to spend more out of our tax dollars. This would force the American people to spend millions of dollars 
to fund the campaigns of political candidates. Not a good idea. The founders set this up to be a state issue, not a federal issue, and the Democrats want to take complete control over the political process because they can't win legitimately. It creates unaccountable redistricting committees. So currently, congressional district lines are drawn by state governments that are accountable to their constituents. So it's allowing elected officials to determine congressional districts is a nakedly political ploy to draw more Democratic districts, right? So this gerrymandering is just uh, a way in which they can uh, manipulate the voter roles. So it's not a, an integrity act, but it's just another power grab. It mandates uh, same-day resi- uh, registration for votes. States will be required to immediately register a person to vote upon request, even on the day of an election, with no buffer period to verify personal information. This provision enables voter fraud. It automatically registers ineligible voters. States will be required to automatically add to voter registration rolls every person, regardless of voter eligibility, who partakes in certain government programs, such as receiving welfare or obtaining a driver's license, and other provisions restrict the ability of states to verify eligible voters and remove ineligible voters voter registration rolls. This provision will automatically enroll ineligible voters, such as illegal aliens. It's interesting, the Democrats have no problem uh, asking for vaccine mandate proof and IDs Yet when it comes to the most sacred of our rights, which is the voting acts, we're not allowed to present voter IDs, proof of who you are. Now, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Is there, why is that so? Why, why wouldn't you allow for voter IDs, but you are required to show vaccination proof IDs? Well, I think we all know the answer to that, right? So basically, so they can cheat on voting. So again, some action steps. Urge your senator to vote no on the Freedom to Vote Act. Here's the following senators who have indicated that they may be open to weakening the filibuster and are up for re-election this year and especially need to hear from their constituents. So I'm going to give you the names of uh, four that uh, we need to put a little pressure on, make some phone calls, send some emails, and encourage them to vote in a responsible way. Senator Kristen Sinema, from, she's a Democrat in Arizona. Her telephone number is 202-224-4521. Again, that's 202-224-4521. Kristen Sinema. She's uh, been in lockstep with Joe Manchin on voting no for the filibuster and also the voting uh, Integrity Act. So give her a call. Now, Senator Mark Kelly, also from uh, Arizona, he's a Democrat. His telephone number is 202-224-2235. Again, that telephone number is 202-224-2235. Mark Kelly's very vulnerable. Uh, we might be able to flip that seat. So uh, give him a call and voice your opinion. Senator Maggie Hassan. Democrat up in New Hampshire. You can give her office a call at 202-224-3324. And that's 202-224-3324.
If you live up in uh, New Hampshire, if you know of somebody up there, uh, reach out to them. Make those calls. And, of course, uh, Senator Joe Manchin, I've got him on my speed dial. I call his office at least two or three times a week, and I drop emails to him and support him uh, on his stance of no on any legislation that the Democrats are trying to push through that are very radical, but I don't trust him. But we need to support him positively, so uh, his telephone number is 202-224-3954. Again, that's 202-224-3954. Give his office a call, send him an email. You can Google this information too as well when you get back home. So every senator needs to hear from their constituents to oppose this bill, and senators are listening, and your calls do really have an impact. So please continue to call, and those are the kind of things that we need to take some steps with right away in this new year. Some other things that uh, are in the news that we can keep our eyes on, too, is the uh, Supreme Court is um, hearing two challenges to the vaccine mandate. And um, on Friday, this was uh, just the past Friday, Supreme Court will hear arguments on two challenges to the Biden's unlawful vaccine mandate. First one was a case challenging a health and human services rule that requires all healthcare workers at facilities that participate in the Medicare and Medicaid programs to be vaccinated. Second one is consolidated cases coming up from the Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals on the OSHA emergency temporary standard for employees with 100 employees or more. So again, the power grab by the Biden administration to have complete control to remove our liberties and our freedoms, we can uh, see that now it's made its way to the Supreme Court, and let's hope that the Supreme Court can make decisions that leave our freedoms intact. So we hope that they will rule favorably for the American people. Continue to um, keep our eyes on those issues to the Supreme Court. Also, we'll see the abortion issue will be coming up again later this year. So we got lots of things going on in 2022, especially the uh, midterms, which are still, um, you know, a ways away. We have uh, about 11 months or so. It's still a very important time, and there's a very good chance that we could take back the Congress in a very significant way. Democrats' polls are tanking. Biden is at an all-time historical low, and uh, Democrats are not united. Many of them are retiring. Even Nancy Pelosi's looking at retiring after the midterm. So uh, we have momentum on our side. It's been a dark 2021, but we did see some lights in the future, some bright lights. The Virginia governor's race with uh, Governor Yunkin was a great victory for conservatism, and also the attorney general, African-American woman, conservative, won her seat in Virginia. Up in New Jersey, the truck driver that only spent $150 on his campaign, and Minnesota turning down the defund the police malarkey and baloney that Omar tried to pass up there in Minnesota. So there's a lot of uh, pushback going on from, from the conservative freedom-loving patriots around the country that know and are beginning to awaken this woke culture, this cancel culture. American people aren't stupid. They're realizing that this is not the America that they grew up with, that they love, 
and then they want to see again. Of course, we have the critical race theory. Parents are coming out, running for school boards. We're pushing back. We're opposing the indoctrination of our young people. That has to continue in 2022. Many things going on in that front as well. Censorship of big tech. Best thing we can do is just to decouple from those social networks like Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. We live in a free society. We don't want the government taking our freedoms away. We just need to vote with our actions. Now, many of us may be kind of addicted to these social platforms, and that's the way they design these things, especially Facebook with young people. Their techniques, their algorithms, how they have created mental problems for our young people through the content that they promote and their algorithms. So the best thing we can do is just to go look for alternatives. I mean, there's many other alternatives out there that uh, don't sell information. We have Truth Social coming out from uh, Donald Trump. We have uh, Getter. We have Rumble. We have many alternatives now in which we can go to rather than the big social media companies like Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So let us vote with our feet. That's how free societies and capitalism works, is how we spend our money or how we spend our time. So if you're not in favor of censorship, then stay off of those uh, platforms. Hit them in their pocketbooks. Don't spend money through them. Let's go to some of the alternatives and support those and not be censored and have the freedom of speech that we all cherish. So we got lots of work to do in 2022. I'm happy to uh, speak with you in the new year. Got a lot of exciting things ahead on the Affirm America podcast. You can go to affirmamerica.com and subscribe to my podcast. You'll receive notices when the podcasts are available, when the new episodes come out. We've got some exciting things happening in the new year. So again, this is uh, Marquis Vandemark. I'm your host. I'm happy to have you here with us. And uh, let's, uh, let's work together as American patriots to correct the American ship, get it back on course, and allow for our freedoms to flourish, that our young people will learn the true history about America, not the far-left, radical, deceptive history that's being taught now in our public schools. Consider taking your kids out of public schools, homeschooling. There's a lot of neat ideas coming out with homeschooling, like co-op homeschooling, where two or three or four families get together. They spread out the responsibilities, even hire their own teachers to teach a small group, different homes every week. Lots of creative ways in which we can get around the public school system now, which has become radicalized by the woke culture, by the far-left liberals, and the teachers' unions who are being influenced by George Soros' money and the far-left radicals' Democratic Party. So, again, thank you all for staying with us. And, uh, again, this year we have lots of uh, exciting things we're going to be bringing to you, interviews from prominent people, keep you up to date on the news, what's happening each week. And I'm hoping to put out more more episodes, at least one or two a week for your listening. So again, thank you all very much. Have a great new year. Stay healthy. Take off those masks. Let's get back to some freedom that we all love 
living in this greatest nation on God's green earth. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.